Here's my underwear. <laughs> that was a lot more than your underwear. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Longbox Small Talk, episode 31. Um, unfortunately, Bill wasn't able to be here today, but I am sitting across from... Uh, I'm going to call you Peaches. Fuck yeah, it. That's fine. This is Peaches, our, our friend Chris, who's... Uh, he's been on a few episodes of bmoviesandebooks.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm also sitting here with Brian from the aforementioned website and B-Movies and Ebooks podcast. Brian, say hello. Hello. Do it better, Brian. Say Put hello some stank better. on it. Hello! Hi. Give me one of those. No, that's not me. No, that's not him. All right, so low energy is what we're going for today. <laughs> I, I want to warn you, the yeah. last time Peaches and I guested on a podcast, yeah. we derailed it so hard it never came out. Well, that's the yeah. great thing about... <laughs> it was deleted. That's the great thing about Longbox Small Talk, is we don't have rails to come off of, so it's perfect. As long as we, at some point, we mention comics, I think we fulfilled our duty as a comic book podcast, <laughs> right? So It's a low bar. It, it is a low bar, but I love it. So, um, since we have two new people on the podcast today, I think I'd really like to start off with kind of talking about who you are, first off, a little bit more than, you know, Peaches and Brian. Uh, I want to talk about uh, where you got started in comics. Like, where did you first start reading? When did you fall in love? Are you in love? Do you, you have a passing fascination <laughs> with comics? Again, I didn't do any research. I have no clue. Who do you want to go first? Oh, I don't, flip a fucking coin in your heads. I don't give a shit. Let me download an app. We'll flip a coin. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. You, sir. Okay. So, um, I started off with the, uh, the you remember the old Disney Adventures you could buy at the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, I started reading those when I was a kid, and then my my parents got me, you know those boxes you can buy where it's like, uh, you could see the outside, the yeah. two outside ones, you can't the see what's in pack. the middle. Yeah. But this was more than a three pack. It was like ten bucks, and it had like eight or ten of them in there. Uh-huh. And... I only remember three comics from it. Uh, one was an X-Men that I have no idea what it was. But in the middle, it had a picture with, uh, like, they're all sitting around, like, a pool. Yeah. And it was, like, one of those Wish You Were Here kind of postcard oh, yeah, things. Yeah. I had that yeah, one. Cause yeah, because I remember that was, like, the first time I was, like, You girls. had the same? Yeah, I had the same yeah. mysterious yeah. X-Men issue. Yeah. The other two were, um, let's see, it was Pirates of Blackwater, number one. Nice. There you go. And then uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, number one. Now, you definitely bagged and boarded both of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Still at home. Yeah. But other than that, um, I didn't read much until seventh grade. Uh, my homeroom teacher, in the back of the room, I have no idea why she did this. In the back of the room, she had just boxes and boxes of old 60s comics. They were trash. I mean, obviously, because we went through them all the time. But it's just, we'd sit in class, and that's all we do is just flip through the, the old comics and look at all the old ads and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, that, and that's something that I don't think comics and kids really interact should interact the way they do oh, yeah. on the collectible side <laughs> there was so like, many so much junk drawn on there yeah. and look it's an x-men number one with a peanut butter handprint on the first page that's yeah. perfect yeah it was seventh grade so it was all boobs yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> brian what about you sir um honestly like one of the first things i ever remember reading like physically being able to read was mm-hmm. a batman comic really yeah um and what's weird it wasn't like you know, the little kid Batmans or anything like that. It was like um, a 19, like a late 80s. No, mid 80s, because it was actually printed before I was born. Yeah. Um, that I got at a spinner rack sort of thing. But it was like one of those, it was an old detective comics that had like a shrunken head on the front. I actually still have it. But um, that's like one of the first things I ever remember reading. Um, read like 
Batman, other random DC stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I was little, it was a lot of Superman, a lot of Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of stuck with it, I guess, for a while. A uh, few years in the middle, um, I didn't read anything. Yeah. You know, it was just like cost prohibitive sort of thing whenever I was younger. Comics are expensive. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's like with how you can get them digitally now, it's a lot easier. So yeah. I went back yeah. into it. It could still be cheaper. But. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I went back into it, you know, really got back into it um, probably six or seven years ago. Something okay. like that. And then. So the movies on re- relit uh, your, your comic love? No, actually. Um, it was a lot of, believe it or not, the event comics that actually got really? me back into it. That's Cause, awesome. Cause like seeing it and going like, oh, what are they doing with this big thing? Like, um, like how long ago was, well, it was before Flashpoint, but like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, whenever, yeah, I know there's a lot of flack all the time about reboots yeah. and junk like that, but they actually do serve a purpose, you know, mm-hmm. and they do bring new readers in. You know, and, and so it's like that sort of thing happens. I don't remember which one it was. Um, it was, oh, Final Crisis actually mm-hmm. got me back into it. Okay. Because um, I read uh, Final Crisis and I read Morrison's Batman run. So you're a huge DC head, right? Yes. Okay. Great. Because <laughs> I haven't read a DC comic probably in the last year. Yeah. Fully through. I, I just, none of the characters like really resonate with me anymore. I, I stick with Batman. Um, he's, a, he's kind of like a surefire thing for me. Like I said, I, I got back in it with Morrison's run on Batman, mm-hmm. um, like the lead up to Final Crisis, because I'm also a huge uh, like New Gods fan, okay. right? And so, like, I've read a bunch of the old '70s Kirby's New Gods and, and everything like that. And uh, so that was happening with the with the New Gods with Final Crisis, right? And so I went back and reread like from when. Uh, Morrison started Batman, and I've basically read Batman since. Okay. Straight. And, and, and Chris, you're not kind of up to date, really, though. No, not at all. So what was the, what was the last comic you read? <laughs> I reread Killing Joke. Okay, so not like the original, like 1980-whatever. <laughs> no, actually... Bill, Bill would know what year. Actually, Bill was the one who let me borrow it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so I mean, that was probably about 10 years ago. I've reread it since then, but that was the mm-hmm. first time I read it was about 10 years ago when Bill gave it to me. Yeah, and what's really cool is you and I, I mean, we talked about it, like my origins with comics before, but but we have the same kind of origin, like those little adventures and then, oh, yeah, then yeah. the little three-packs at yeah. like Big Chief. Yeah. Uh, I used to buy those all the time. Stop, stop and Go? Stop and Go had a spinner rack for a while. And they had it was nothing but uh, the three-packs. Mm-hmm. And what always pissed me off is whenever you got the three-pack and the one in the middle was one of the outside ones. Yeah, like, yeah you got a dupe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it absolutely sucked. But it was a, it was a bad time for, for children. Childhood really is a bad time for children. You have no money. You can't dictate where you're going. So, yeah, I was the same way. I, I saw those kind of spinner racks at Stop and Go and stuff, but I could never get my parents to buy me anything from, from there. Mm-hmm. They're like, you don't want, like, gas station comics? I was like, they're the same fucking thing. <laughs> they're the same thing that Big Chief has, except I actually know that I want this issue, yeah. as opposed to I'm getting three random issues of, you know, something. Well, it was neat, because sometimes you get, like, Silver Age reprints and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I got a reprint of, you've probably seen the, like, really famous, like, Green Arrow, Green Lantern uh one where he's shooting the battery, mm-hmm. you know, when he's like, 
Oh yeah, people, oh, can't, oh, oh, people oh. can't see what I'm doing. Yeah. But like, I got a reprint of that in mm-hmm. one of them, and it's like you get these classic yeah. comics. But... So you literally have no clue what you're getting. No, not the one in the middle. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the one in the middle. <laughs> you can see the outside ones, but yeah. yeah. Did you, did you ever get anything like rare or anything like that in those? No, God, no, no. <laughs> it was just like the. the off stock from like four years ago and they just that's randomly exactly shoved them in the bags. That's exactly what happened. Well, um, this week we, we did read a few comics. I, I made sure you guys read them so that you would know about the show. <laughs> but uh, we read, uh, what, Old Man Logan number one. Yes. Uh-huh. We read Cry Faith Havoc. number one and Cry Havoc number one, which is a new book from Image. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of stuff Image is doing now. I do too. Image has been really like... Knocking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing's been good. The art's been on point. I mean, let's be honest. Since the 90s, they've been knocking on all cylinders. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like they've really diversified yeah. in the last few years with some of their books. Um, man. Saga. Saga has been like a breakout hit. Rat Queens. That's a good one. I've heard about that one. I haven't seen it yet. It's a good one. All right. If, well, I'll I mean, check if, it out on your, you like, on your word. If you like, like fantasy comics. And I don't mean like... Like Magic and Bow Wow? No. <laughs> like I mean, I me mean, and like, like 15 girls like fantasy? Me and, I mean like D&D style comics. Oh. Like that sort of thing. No. No, I'm not into that then. If you had said the other thing, then yeah, <laughs> I'd be totally into that. So issue, <laughs> issue one, 15 girls knock on Roddy's door. And really it would only be one issue. <laughs> I feel like I don't... You don't, I don't make it to the end. I don't think I could make it all the way to the end. Half the pages are just blank. Yeah. It's over. It's like I, I'm done. You ladies can leave. <laughs> but one of the one of the books that we did read was uh, Faith Number One, which which I really wanted to pick up. I actually bought the uh, normal cover A, uh, which shows Faith kind of sitting on uh, like a while. Like, <laughs> Thank you for holding that up to the. We're gonna hold these up to the microphone so no, people. Can yeah. <laughs> he obviously didn't know what was on here. No, I totally know. I totally know. I'm, I'm working my way around. Oh, okay. See, I, 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 have, a, this I have a is, method. This here is Faith. You know what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that Faith was on the cover of Faith number one. So Faith number one, though, um, I wanted to pick that up, and I picked up the cover A, and I also picked up the variant edition, which is a CGC graded variant. Which is hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I totally want to take that CGC... Uh, get it graded. And get it graded. For a smaller grade than what's on there. <laughs> You're like in my head, Brian. Yeah, that's see, that's what I would be pissed off. This, the grade that it comes with on the variant cover is a 9.8. So if I turned this in and got like a 9.2, I'd be so angry. I was like, it's not a 9.2. It's obviously a 9.8 guy I'm selling it to on eBay. What did you guys think about the book? Um, I didn't finish reading it. Oh, I, nice. <laughs> nice. I did not like it at all. I didn't either. Yeah, and it's not even the fact that she is a uh, plus-size superhero, because uh-huh. they don't really mention it at all. Which I mean, is perfect. I mean, they, do, yeah. they shouldn't have to mention yeah, that. No. But like that's obviously what they're like, hey, you should buy this, because look, this is going to be neat. Yeah. Except that it's not. She like works at BuzzFeed. <laughs> and, <laughs> Basically, yeah. And she talks like she's Like not, a teenager. Yeah, like exactly. Like exactly yeah, it's, like it's how kind you of read annoying. a teenager's book reports yeah and see i also i don't see i've never read a teenager's facebook status and been like you know what good writing yeah that's some good writing right there so yeah i wasn't really happy with it either i do think they're making great strides in in putting an overweight person on the cover and giving them in their own book Mm -hmm. um because for the longest time that would have hit you know an editor's and he'd been like okay well i'm gonna bring in her thighs some give her bigger tits 
Uh, give her a, a very revealing outfit. Mm-hmm. So in the nineties, Rob Layfield doing Faith would look way different. So, so is she being touted as like the first plus size superhero? She is. That's how they're they're actually promoting it. But she's not. Well, um, I think she's the first one to have her own book about Red Tornado. Like the original Red Tornado. He had his own book. She was a. It was a she. Okay. And she was an old lady. Sorry, the Red Tornado <laughs> that I know is like the the Twister guy from yeah, DC. Yeah. Wait, well, the guy with the mustache. No, oh God, he's a robot. He, he, yeah, he's a robot, bro. Who was who was it? Was it the Texas Tornado? Remember? He oh had, like, yeah, the yeah. Hat no, the... that's from Marvel. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Texas Twister. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is. And then there's that other guy on the team who's an armadillo. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath anyway, for those guys to come. Uh, like the next Avengers movie. No, but here here is the original Red Tornado. She is an old lady who wore a bucket on her head. Wow. Okay. Yeah, from the 30s well, and 40s. Let's throw a modifier on it. She's the first modern <laughs> overweight superhero to have her own book. I mean, and, now, and to, to be clear, like, the original Red Tornado was a comedy, like, sort of thing. She wasn't mm. taken seriously. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> I like Faith as a character, and I, I like the art a lot. It's mm-hmm. just the story and her as an actual character didn't appeal to me but personally. You like her character. Well, no, no, no. I, I liked, I liked the the overweight flight kind of thing. I like what they did with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the covers. They're having fun with her. It yeah. seems. Um, but also, I think that part of our disconnect maybe be with the fact that she's a valiant character, and I haven't read a valiant comic in a long time. Mm-hmm. At least not intentionally. You know, like <laughs> like I've seen something that looked cool, and I was like, oh, I read that, and that was okay. And then I looked at the cover, and it was like, oh, it's a valiant book. Okay, mm. all right. They still are around, apparently. Yeah. But I'm thinking that might be part of the reason that we had kind of a disconnect with it. Do you, do you think that might be anything to do with it? I don't think so. No? Like, honestly, you just think the writing was... Yeah. You, we, I mean, it's. I know it's only the first issue, but we don't know what her powers are yeah. or, or anything, really. Because all we know is she she can fly, and at some point she says she may have telekinesis powers. Yeah, well, she's, she's, she's not been a character. Sure. She's been a character in the Valiant Universe for a few years. So she's least. just now getting a book. She's just getting her own okay. book. Okay, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense then. Yeah. But but the thing about it being a Valiant character, I don't think so. Because like, if you go back to Image mm-hmm. or whatever, how many of these new books come out all the time? Like this mm-hmm. other Cry Havoc one yeah. that is just brand new people it's, it's a new it's material great it's a new you know, storyline so, yeah i mean i don't think it's necessarily valiant you know because okay. you can say the same thing like there's plenty of marvel books that are amazing and yeah. then there's also ones that are not yeah. you know well there's also a lot of books that i just kind of go along with whatever's happening mm-hmm. you know because especially with uh marvel now that they've kind of rebooted uh in a weird kind of not reboot kind of way mm-hmm. uh, with the all new all different sometimes they start books out and i'm like what this yeah. has nothing to do with the end of the last issue. Yeah. And then it goes six months before, this is what, what they were doing. Yeah. You know, so so half, it, they, they try to memento a fucking Marvel book <laughs> that's only like 40-something pages. And I, and I don't personally understand that. I don't think it adds anything to the story to, to know that I'm I'm reading the action first. And then I get the what happened before. And then if, I get if the it's lead done up to well, the fight. it can be effective. Well, okay. Like but, momen- like you mentioned Memento. That movie would not have worked in chronological order. Uh, okay. Because the whole reason why he was I don't doing think I've it, ever watched it in chronological order. Because they do have that version out. Yeah, which would be terrible. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Because the whole, the whole motivation for the movie is, you know, the last five minutes. The last yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, that's true. And without that reveal, then it's like... 
it's a completely different movie. Yeah. yeah well, this guy's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why didn't he just watch the beginning of the movie? Then he would know. They would. He would know. He brought up Cry Havoc, which is the image book we read this week. Mm-hmm. Um, that I made sure that you guys read. Since you didn't even fucking read Faith, you didn't even finish it. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I read Cry Havoc and don't remember it. I read it literally ten minutes ago. Wow. Yeah. So, did you did you like what you... Do you remember anything about it? There was some hyenas. Do you remember liking it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that is page two, Chris. (laughs) I mean, I read it and I I didn't hate it, obviously. I mean, I I hated Faith and I remember it. Yeah. I just don't remember this one. I literally just put it down before we started recording. Well, that's awesome. (laughs) That's not. No. You need to go to a doctor, I think, because I have a bad memory. Well, but... okay, out of the three of us, I'm obviously the more casual reader, obviously, because I haven't read much at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I don't remember it, it's like, I'm not saying I'm the normal person, mm-hmm. but it's like, if people are going to pick up a number one and read through it and be like, oh, cool. It's like, I just, I literally don't remember anything about it. I, I remember what set pieces. I don't yeah. remember the story. Well, I think that's something that I'm slowly getting better at because before we started the podcast, I read a lot of trades. Mm. Or whenever I did read comics, I would read one whole story arc or one whole event at Mm -hmm. a time. So it was really easy for me to remember what happened during that event. But if if you brought up like, oh, look, it's Secret Invaders number whatever or Secret Invasion. And and like, I would have no clue what happened in that particular issue. Yeah. You know, like, is this the issue where 3D Man is seeing scrolls everywhere or? (laughs) Yeah. That's a character. I know it's a character. It's just an obscure one to throw out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah. Shit, man. I think from the halls of obscurity is twisting <laughs> twisting me around <laughs> a little bit. Three D man's not like up there with Superman and Batman as like name recognition. Yeah, his movie's coming out in two years. <laughs> I would love three D man's I, I book. And I hope they don't put it out in three D. It's only two D. <laughs> I don't know why that, that appeals to me so much. But uh what did you think of Cry Havoc? Um well it's it's a setup issue, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it reminded me of uh, Suicide Squad with lycanthropes. So that's what it seems like. Cause she's, I love your description. Yeah, because she's um, a werewolf, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other people in her group, uh, which we haven't even said what this book's about. No, no, But, at all. but that's other, okay. The you other people right in her group like, seem me. to have some <laughs> sort of also maybe werewolf-style powers. Yeah, so to remind Chris what happened in the book <laughs> that he read ten minutes ago. There was a helicopter... There, so there in the bar. beginning, in the beginning, it shows uh, the main character, which I don't remember her name because uh, I read it a few days ago. I didn't read it yesterday or <laughs> ten minutes ago. But um, she's a character, and she's a uh, zookeeper, and she is in charge of the hyenas. And, and it's her and another uh, zookeeper talking, or it's her and her girlfriend talking about sister. Sister? I thought they kissed. I thought they kissed too. Oh, well, maybe that's a different scene. I, I thought there was tongues. Like it's because the main character is not the zookeeper. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. she was. You're just talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you were just gonna do a synopsis of the book, but you're no, not really. Play by play. Yeah, I'm a play by play kind <laughs> okay. of guy. Yeah. Brian, uh, Brian, Chris obviously doesn't remember anything about the book. Okay. So yeah, well, I was we'll gonna go. do a little play by play, but anyway, it just basically describes the the hyena. There was a bathroom. I remember that part. Yeah, there was a end. bathroom at the end. At the I don't end. remember that part. <laughs> should so, we should we pause and read it again? <laughs> no, 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 no. We never do that. We would never want to actually know what we're talking about. Wild speculation is what we do best here at LST. <laughs> so, uh, Cry Havoc, long story short, is basically about a, a, a team of suicide-like, uh, suicide squad-like characters well, who all have some sort like, of powers. Yeah, and they're doing it for 
basically the government mm-hmm. for the government to help them fix them. Well, she is. Yeah. That the, I mean, the main it kind of implies is. the other people, some of the other people. They all have their, yeah. their, the government's doing something for, for all them. of them. Yeah. She wants to revert back to human yeah. uh, or at least not have the, the werewolf spirit inside of her. I it know. really it didn't might go have into been a, a ghost. <laughs> werewolf ghost. <laughs> it might've been the ghost of a werewolf. <laughs> In the but, bathroom mirror? Yeah. And, yeah. and the one that attacked her. It was weird looking. But it's definitely a Did setup issue. Did you see that part? <laughs> Did I skip pages? <laughs> you might have. So I have two guests that didn't finish <laughs> books. It's not like they're long, guys, you know? But um, anyway, back back to it, though. Um, it's definitely a setup book, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to the next issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see someone punch someone. Or at least turn into a goddamn werewolf. Or use their amazing sniffing powers to find something worth <laughs> finding. Because uh, they mentioned that. Did you notice yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, smell these panties. Okay. Now now we'll find the... Panties. I thought it was. <laughs> it was like... Maybe I read what I wanted to. I... <laughs> Didn't they fuck all at the end? <laughs> you're reading that Rodney book you're going with. <laughs> you're drawing it. Yeah, yeah it's lichen porn. This is the best thing ever. Yeah, it's lichen porn, basically. I'm sure that exists. And you know what? No doggy style. That's the rule. There's no doggy style in the werewolf porn I'm writing. So, um, speaking of hairy guys that have probably been in porn, uh, Old Man Logan number one. That was a hell of a segue. It was really good, I thought. Um, and I also wanted you to imagine Wolverine naked. Well, he is naked in this book. Yeah. He is. Yeah, You're right. For like half of it almost. <laughs> but he's old man Logan, so his balls so are to his better. knees. <laughs> it's better. You see him kicking his, his nuts in front of him as he runs. Um, I, I liked it. I mean, it's... I liked the original... Um, who did the original? Wolverine? No, the original old, old man Logan. Oh, I have no clue. I think Ellis. Ellis wrote, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know what? Bill would know. Yeah. Bill, we miss you. <laughs> but anyway um i recently recently read that because i'd never read it before uh-huh. and i really liked it and you know it's kind of a offshoot of that because he doesn't really know what's going on it seems like the events of old man logan is the last thing he remembers well have you have you stayed up to date with have you been reading like extraordinary x-men and i mean i tr- okay every time marvel has an event yeah. or whatever and they have these all new all different which let's be honest happens all the time yeah it does happen all the time because <laughs> they had like all new marvel and then they had marvel now and now they have all new different and then they, yeah. it, it happens all the time okay <laughs> and so every time it happens i'm like oh, I'll, I'll check this out for a while and so um i think the last time i did it um i got on to spider-man i read dan slot spider-man for a long time that was probably the longest i've kept on a marvel book mm-hmm. so like i've kind of seen what's going on but i haven't really read it like, um, I know he was in, I guess, Extraordinary X-Men. Yeah. Um, I was going to read that. Cause I, so you I, haven't yet? I haven't yet. Okay, so... Because I like um, Umberto Ramos's art, uh-huh. which is weird because a lot of people kind of hate it. Yeah. You know, but I think it worked... I've been re- digging it. I, I think it worked really well in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I don't know how it's going to work in this. But it this, though, seems like it's the beginning of that story. Because I know he's in that. Right, he, but this he is, is just he wakes up basically for not knowing where he is. Well, right. this is kind of I think kind of leading into where he is in extraordinary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, this is before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like the last thing he remembers is old man Logan, and then that's it, right? Um, 
But I don't know. I liked it. I like Lemire. I like Jeff Lemire. Um, the writer guy. You, the the you, writer guy? You kind of looked like you were like... No, 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 no. no, no. I, I know Lemire. <laughs> I, I'm really... I'm, like I said, because I read this two days ago. Yeah. Two or three days ago. And I remember really, really liking it. Mm-hmm. But now that it's been two or three days, I can't really remember what happens in the book. Not much. No, 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 it's not much. But with Wolverine, you almost don't need much. Wolverine is is compelling enough as a character to have his own comic book and nothing happen in it and me still be riveted. I'm not actually a huge fan. Really? Of, you don't like Wolverine, Wolverine at all? No, I no, not not that I don't like him at all, but mm-hmm. he's not my favorite. No. Like while he is the most popular Marvel mm-hmm. character, I think in my opinion, I could probably prove that since he's been every every goddamn fucking <laughs> X-Men movie. He's like, this movie has nothing to do with Wolverine. Let's fucking throw Wolverine in there. Just to sell a few more tickets. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's hairy chest. We gotta we gotta see him shirtless again. But yeah, he's just a compelling enough character where I can read a comic book pretty much any style, any any content really. Yeah, because no I'm fights. I'm not a comic reader. Yeah, it's, so I'm obviously the worst person to have sitting here. Oh, perfect. But, yeah, great. But um, I actually knew this had come out, and I was looking forward to reading it. And mm-hmm. I don't read comics, but yeah. it's like I it's because I just I didn't read the first the the old ones, the old runs. So it's like okay, I can jump in now on this one because mm-hmm. this is what I've always wondered about. It's like what, what the hell is he like when he's old? See, mm-hmm. event comics. Yeah, bringing yeah. new yeah. readers. That's I like <laughs> I, when when I go to. To Toxic City, Toxic uh-huh. City Comics. Yeah, I always, I always sift through their 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 cheap comics, and I always pick up the what ifs because I Love like I like the one shots. I mm-hmm. like the one, just the one offs, and it's like I can flip through those and be like, okay, I don't need to know which universe this is in, what number I'm on. Like I yeah. can just, it's I I'm I'm an event guy. No, no, that's, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. You're so. you're a large population of the comic book. You guys look down on me. I'm just saying. No, I mean always, but at the same time, no. <laughs> No, I'm also sitting shorter than y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you have some weird dominance over me. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of reacts to being not in the wasteland, basically. Yeah. You know, so, whatever. <laughs> well, it's whatever. Well, I think it's really cool the way that he's going. I'm remembering now. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool because in the wasteland, his... Spoiler alert for a book that happened, like, five years ago... But um, old man close, looking close to ten. Yeah. Okay. Close to ten. Um, I, I just bought it a few years ago, but I, I've been hearing about it for a long time. Um, but basically, his family is murdered by Banner's kids. Banner's kids. Bruce Banner's kids. So like Hulk powered children. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so his family gets there in red rednecks. Yeah, they are. That's it's amazing. awesome. <laughs> they kind of the same in here. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you haven't read the original mm-hmm. Old Man Logan, I would definitely. Pick that up. It's worth it, no matter kind of what it's, what price you see it at. Old old blind Hawkeye. Yep. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil dinosaurs in it. Uh, giant T Rex and stuff. Huh. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drive around in the spider car. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the spider mobile that was like in the 70s cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's that's like a jeep. Dri- that's what they drive it goes, around. It goes, in. it goes up and down canyon walls. <laughs> yeah. It's a great book. But his family dies in it, and this kind of, he's remembering that and being like, oh, I'm going to go fucking kill all the people that Before up, they have a chance. Yeah, to before do, they have a chance to do it. Yeah, because he thinks it's just time travel, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. at least at this point. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't know that, like, Secret Wars happened, because mm-hmm. no one knows that Secret Wars happened, except for probably Doom. Uh, I think there's going to be a, I think there's more than we think right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, probably the people who, well, 
It wasn't really clear at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't really clear, which I think it leaves some leeway for a writer in the future to be like, oh, okay, well, this person didn't know, but that person did for some reason yeah, or another. It, it, like, at the end of Secret Wars, it kind of looked like Doom knew, right? Because he took off his mask and was yeah. laughing or whatever. And, like, Miles Morales knew. I think Miles Morales definitely knew. And, and while we're on Secret Wars, I think it's hilarious that basically Secret Wars ended... Because Miles had a, like a six-year-old sandwich in his pocket. Yeah, that's the funniest <laughs> goddamn thing ever. Is he the is he the new Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, I knew something. <laughs> Parker's still around. It's just he's mm-hmm. not like relegated to Peter Parker's anymore. basically ascended into a Iron Man kind yeah. of role. Okay. Where he's rich and like techy. Uh, he's still Spider-Man. Is but... it the same Parker Industries that uh, Doctor Ock set up? Uh, I really don't know. Because he started... In Superior? Yeah, he started a company in in Superior. I would imagine it would be. (laughs) Because I don't remember at the end of uh, Superior Spider-Man, I don't remember there being a point where Spider-Man's like rejecting everything that that the Superior Spider-Man did. Yeah. Um, No, I don't remember that issue. He just got his body back and was very confused yeah. as to why he had money and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. How great would that be? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like Doc Ock fucked my girlfriend in my body, but now I'm a billionaire? Like, worth it? Happened. <laughs> kind of worth it? Um, so those were the, the three books that I made sure that they read, despite neither one of them reading all three. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I read all three of mine. <laughs> mm, you just don't remember anything about it. I told you, I remember a bathroom. <laughs> there were werewolves involved. Were, you remember the beginning and the end. You there was a hyena. Okay, they the spent bathroom. they spent like six hundred pages in that helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> but like a forty page book, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> so something else happened um, in this week's extraordinary X Men. I believe it was Iceman actually came out. Modern Iceman came out to someone uh, on the team. One of the new students. So, he's they offic- have. so both of them are officially gay now. Both of them are officially gay. And uh, older Iceman is actually out to that one person. And it actually happened in that book. Hmm. So it was kind of interesting. Kind of a weird segue, though, because he's kind of like, hey, can I talk to you out in the hall? And he's like, so I've got these feelings, and you're gay, and I just wanted to see if, like, we could Was it to, like, talk Cannonball about or somebody? It. Who? No, no, no. It was one of, uh, it was, uh, one of the newer students. Okay. Um, so uh, Iceman came, comes out to him and kind of wants to compare notes on being a gay mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of interesting, but I don't know. I just feel like that's not really needed. What do you mean? Like making him gay all of a sudden? Well, not so much making him gay all of a sudden, but having it a actual storyline in the book. Going back, you know, from the very beginning, the X-Men comics were more a soap opera that occasionally fought supervillains mm-hmm. than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely like if you, understand. If you read like old Claremont issues, yeah, that's what they all are. I guess. <laughs> I guess my point is, and it's it, it may even be a very weak point, but I in the future I want uh, homosexuality to be just like being black and white. Like it doesn't really need to be mentioned. You don't have to announce it. You don't yeah. have to. You don't yeah. have to announce it or have storylines about it. Mm-hmm. Like like Sam Wilson is not the black Captain America to me. He mm. is the new Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like me as a reader, and, and I'm not gay, so I maybe I can't associate with the character or the, the people that they're trying to, to, to target here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be it too, where I can't associate myself with that experience. Well, I mean, there, there are some other ones that I think are handled 
probably better. Because isn't it Cannonball and Sunspot? Or... Uh, Cannonball North Star? Shatterstar? No. No Shatterstar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, I haven't read X-Men in forever. But yeah. I know there's two of them that are actually on the team that are partners. Well, right? correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Colossus also gay? Um, He was in, like, I think uh, the Ultimate. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that didn't carry over? I don't think so. Okay. Because I know for the longest time he was with Kitty Pride. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, but I mean, I think theirs is handled fine, where it's just mm-hmm. like, that's just who they are. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. L- let me rephrase. It's not their homosexuality that I want to be normalized. It's their sexuality. You know? Like, <laughs> I-, I don't I don't care who you love or what you love. Mm-hmm. Like... Who, who who is Kitty Pride's like dragon friend? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> no, I mean like I, I think if it if it makes a good storyline, then mm-hmm. fine. See, that's yeah, the if, way it, I see if it. it's just shoehorned in there just mm-hmm. to do it, then yeah, like if it if it adds to the story, then cool. If yeah. it's if it's just like hey, you know, let's take these three pages and we'll make this a thing, mm-hmm. then it's never going to be normalized because it's still an announcement. Like, oh, look, this is what's happening, but it yeah. doesn't really affect anything else. It's mm-hmm. like if it, if it's part of the story, cool. But if not, yeah. then it's like okay, that's well, kind of going back to it, the way faith was put into like in the comic, they never mention her weight once. No, no, it's no. just she is you know heavy. Yeah, yeah, she is overweight. Now, if there's gay readers out there that can associate with what Iceman's going through and it's helping them come out, you know, to a not uh, open-minded family Mm. or or something like that, then that's great. That's awesome. But in my eyes, it's more so like, this character's gay, let's have a gay storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And and I think that's the way they're playing it right now, which that's what I don't like. Mm -hmm. What else else has been going on? Um, Because I know... Did you guys watch The X-Files? Yes. I watched the first episode. You watched, watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second So yet. two episodes have been out so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, did you watch either one? No. You didn't You didn't turn into either one? No. No, I've never actually sat and watched The X-Files ever. Have you uh, seen a single episode? Never seen a single episode. You've never seen a single one. I can't no. believe that. No, I've essentially just been living in a sleep deprivation closet. Yeah, it's just, I've, I've missed out on a lot. And it's, I'm slowly starting to catch up, but I'm, mm-hmm. it's like I've been living underground, basically. They're what? all on Hulu now. Like all they are. Even they, the new ones. Yeah. Um, so X-Files, the new episode, what did, what did you think about the, the debut? And we're going to talk about this more in depth when Bill comes back, because I know he has a lot he wants to say. Um, and the video um, review that we talked about doing over Hangouts the last mm-hmm. episode didn't really pan out. So um, I, I, I want to save some X-Files talk for him. Okay. But, but yeah, I what did you think? think? I, I probably can't go super in depth into it anyway, because like I don't know if I ever actually finished the original series mm-hmm. um, and I never saw the second movie. You're not missing anything on yeah, the second what, movie. That's what I hear. Um, but I really liked it and I thought it was good. I thought Joel McHale was good in it mm-hmm. which threw me off. Yeah, I know, right? Really? <laughs> threw yeah. me off completely. When he showed up, I was like, am I watching the right show? <laughs> like, did I, I look away? And... I thought he was going to be a joke character and then he turned out not to be. No, very um, serious like conspiracy theory um, O'Reilly factor kind of character. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Or Alex Jones or something. Yeah. yeah, Alex Jones is probably the best. Which, for those of you who don't know who Alex Jones is, he's a crazy... Just go look him up. Yeah. That's actually the best thing you could do. Just go look him up. I think it was good. I think it might have, like, very strong repercussions for the X-Files universe as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because 
it might have just... They walked a lot of stuff back in that first episode. Yeah, and it might have just messed up the entirety of like the last few seasons of the show. Yeah, it, it, it may have done that. We, we need to wait and see to see if it was all like a red herring. Yeah. Because um, I think even the sixth uh, episode... If you haven't seen the second ish, uh, episode. No. The second episode, nothing to do with the first. Yeah, it's another Monster yeah. of the Week thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but I still kind of think that that X-Files six or miniseries is going to have one overarching storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that first episode is set in the, the, the tone of what that's going to be. Yeah. And be about. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see. So surprised you've never seen a single episode, though. I keep coming back to that. Yeah, I've never seen it, ever. In my head, that's like never seeing an episode of, like, The Brady Bunch. <laughs> no, like, I've, I've seen every episode of The Brady Bunch. You want talk about The Brady Bunch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no. On Longbox Small Talk, we like to play a game. Have you have you both heard the game before? Do you know the rules? Yes. yes. Okay, are you, are you excited? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to learn. Oh, yay. Um, so, uh, this is from the Halls of Obscurity. So this is from the Halls of Obscurity. And if you haven't played from the Halls of Obscurity before, um, the way we played is I have five uh, heroes or villains, characters, if you will, from comics. Uh, some of them are real. Some of them are made up. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read you a little bit of a bio for that character. And then I'm going to ask you to tell me the powers for that character. And then whether I've made that character up or if they are real. So you'll be playing as a team today. So it's... Uh, Mongooses. You want to be Team Mongooses? <laughs> the Mongooses, yeah. Done. It's a good team name. Mongoose. <laughs> so, uh, Mongooses. I didn't get any say in that. <laughs> no, that's always my team name. Hey, just go for it. Yeah. I didn't have anything ready. I was just saying. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, the very first one is going to be Spider-Boy, Marvel 1996. Um, and yes, I did go a little bit easier on you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Uh, Spider-Boy, Marvel 1996. Project Cadmus grew Spider-Boy in a lab as a clone of Peter Parker. He was later adopted by Thunderbolt Ross, making his name Peter Ross. Spider-Boy became the protector of Earth 9602. Spider-Boy appeared in 15 issues total, but his standalone book only lasted one issue. Um, so we're going to go first, Spider-Boy, what would his powers be? Um, S- Spider-Boy, mm-hmm. are you sure, did you say Marvel? Marvel, 1996. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't Omegan? I'm pretty sure that was one of the DC Marvel mm-hmm. mix-up ones that mm-hmm. they did. Uh, because there was a Spider-Boy, right? He was a mixture of Spider-Man and Superboy. From Superboy at the time, who was a clone from Cadmus. Okay. Right, because this was the 90s. This is right after Reign of Superman. Right? Oh, look at him, um, breaking out knowledge. <laughs> no, so... no, I he's on my team. I'm yeah. pretty sure I had that comic. Okay. Um, he had, if I remember correctly, telekinesis. Okay. And then, uh, was, that, was that all he had? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> so, since you guys are working as a... I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think? I, I think he is correct. Oh, you're just going to go with him? <laughs> His telekinesis, and he, he could shoot some, some web some, uh-huh. sometimes. He maybe had a sweet leather jacket. <laughs> he did have a sweet leather jacket. Did he had like a pocket full of quarters so he could go play Killer Instinct. <laughs> so, it was 96, right? It was the 90s. So, real or fake? I'm guessing totally real. real. Okay, real. totally real. So, Spider-Boy Marvel slash DC 1996. Uh, Spider-Boy is from 
Amalgam Comics being a mixture of Superboy and Ben Riley. Yeah, well, you, uh, Scarlet who is Spider. The Scarlet yeah. Spider and has the ability to shift the focus of gravity, allowing him to appear to have super strength and climb on walls. Uh, he uses his web pistol to entrap enemies and to travel across town. Also known as your friendly neighborhood mall crawler. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to remember that it was the no, 90s and so malls good. were still a thing back then. So, uh, but you are correct. Uh, Spider-Boy is real. Yeah, I couldn't remember his powers, though. That's all right. That's the, all right. So, Super-Boy at the time had telekinesis, though. He did. Yeah. He did. But they, they did something a little bit different with this one. So, uh, I'll give you one for yes. being real. One Look point. One point. Um, the very next one is, a, I'm glad we brought up Valiant today. Because I feel like I never put Valiant in here. Uh-huh. Um, so, I made sure to grab somebody from Valiant this oh, time. God. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully oh, you guys, have re- you're, you're up to date on your Valiant, right? That's the only thing I've been reading. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting on that Exo Man of War uh, movie? Oh, God. Yeah? No? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kid Tank, uh, Valiant, 1994. Uh, William Scott appears as a 12-year-old child despite being a millennium older than his teammates. Uh, Kid Tank became the most powerful being in the Armourines and the only member not to previously be in the military or use equipment provided by the military. Uh, Kid Tank and the Armourines are also are, were immortalized in Armourines Project Swarm for the Nintendo 64, PlayStation, and Game Boy Color. <laughs> Is that the proper use of immortalized? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. You can, pl- you can still buy that game and play it on an emulator. What do you think Kid Tank's powers are? Um, maybe like a, like a super durability thing, you know? Okay. So you're thinking of like World of Warcraft tank? Yeah, like he's a tank. He he soaks all the damage. I like it. (laughs) I think he's a legitimate tank. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember those old, like, (laughs) Disney cartoons where, like, the the dad was like a hot rod and, like, the baby would come out and the baby was a little car? He's that. He's just a tiny little tank. (laughs) I like where you're going with this. Just rolling around, being a tank. Like anthropomorphic tank. (laughs) So is that what your team answer is going to be? I'm going to say yes. He, he, he might be a. T- <laughs> yeah. So let's. Okay. So Wait, maybe together. we should discuss this. I kind of right, like I'm where gonna, it's going. Do you want to go, t- tiny tank? <laughs> a tiny tank who has super durability. Okay. He'd clearly be a tank's child. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so baby sized tank, not a yeah. full grown tank. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's 12 years old. So like a 12 year old t- sized tank. That's dumb. <laughs> Well, what is that? Twelve-year-old in people or tank years? <laughs> I really hope you guys do better than Bill because right now it's not looking like you're gonna. Um, I'm gonna say he's also a real character. Because <laughs> okay. this is you get two points, right? You do. Okay. You do. So I'm gonna say he's a real character. I, I'm gonna agree. I, I think we, I think we got this one. High fives. Team Mongoose is rising for the top. So, Kid Tank possesses a jewel in the center of his chest that summons his mystical armor. The armor appears from the pocket dimension into Storden and builds itself around the four-foot-tall, thousand-year-old William. Swing and a miss. Um, yeah, so, not quite. Uh, Are you he, sure? Read it again. <laughs> I, I wrote it, so I know exactly what it is. So, since I just gave it away, he's also fake. Oh. Yeah, no points. So sorry. I just figured you would have done a real Valiant character. Oh, no. No, I don't know any real Valiant characters other than Faith. And 
I imagine you, you guys would have known on. that one. No, you could have probably done the description for Faith, and uh, we probably would have gotten yeah. it, like not even gotten it. The first over, <laughs> the first overweight woman to have her own book. <laughs> like, what's her powers? I'm not actually sure. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't do much in the first book other than fly around. So uh, this next one is going to be Arrowette, uh, DC 1997. First appearing in Impulse number 28, Suzanne King-Jones took up the mantle of Arrowette from her mother, Miss Arrowette. After her first battle with the Spaz, she was taken from her mother on child endangerment charges and fostered with Dr. Marcy Money. After Dr. Money's death at the hands of a murderer, uh, <laughs> the hands of a murderer, Arrowette caught her killer and reenacted the elaborate death scene. Only Superboy stopped her from dealing the fatal blow to Dr. Money's killer. She then retired from her team, Young Justice, and never played the hero again. So, DC 1997, Arrowette. She's real. Yeah. And she shoots arrows like Green Arrow. So you know this one. Yeah. Arrowette is an Olympic-level archer and athlete. She was trained from an early age to become one of the world's greatest archers. She has a variety of trick arrows that she uses, but is also skilled in kickboxing and other hand-to-hand combat. She's also a gifted escape artist and above, and has above normal stamina and agility. Um, so she is real. Yep, you're totally real on the route. And, and Arrowette was pretty easy. I was, I, I mean, I know that was a softball. It, it was. It was so a softball. What, what are her special arrows? Um, she has well, trick arrows like green arrows. She has trick. She has like a boxing glove arrow, and she it even mentioned that she has a perfume arrow that she can shoot that her mother designed, which. Huh. Makes people smell better from yeah, afar. Yeah, so if you like see a hobo walking towards you, you can shoot him with the perfume arrow. I mean, he'll die. <laughs> he'll also smell better. Don't shoot him through the chest. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, what really struck me about this character, and so I have like a PS here, uh, the website that I got this from, that I'm not going to mention their name because they blow balls, website under powers also listed attractive female as a power of hers. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I don't think that attractive female is really a power that needs to be, uh, That's, you know. It seems awkward. <laughs> yeah, a little awkward. Um, so next is going to be Evil Star, uh, DC 1948. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're a big DC head. You might mm-hmm. you might know this one. Uh, oh, what, what are you at now? You're at three points. Three points. Okay. Uh, you've Unless already you want to give us partial credit for Kid Tank. <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> to be fair, ours was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yours was a better fake character? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe I can have you guys start designing some of these for me. Evil Star, DC 1948. So, resolving to conquer death itself, a scientist of the planet Aoran developed a device that would lengthen the lifespan of the wearer, perhaps to that of the very stars themselves. What a fucking... Shitty sense. However, the scientists had not. (laughs) Yeah. However, the scientists had not reckoned with the possibility of side effects. Unfortunately, the device caused anyone who came into contact with it to commit only evil acts. Evil Star went on to become enemies of Hal Jordan and the Guardians of the Universe on Oa. So, Evil Star is he real or fake? And what is his power first? I'm. What is his power first? (laughs) Um. Well, I want to hear from Chris. Yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> and no, he's, he's not a giant star. Can he burn people? I'm going to say he can burn people. Like the heat of a star? Yeah, yeah. Not like he can shoot fire. and That's the dumbest thing in the world. His name is Evil Star. Yeah. But yeah, like he can he can burn people get too close. Cosmic flame. He can like suck people in. Maybe he can do like, a, like, like black holes. Just general star yeah, superpowers. Yeah, just star stuff. He can do star stuff. <laughs> 
That's actually not a bad answer. Um, what about you? What, what do you think, Brian? I, I think some sort of energy thing like that. That's kind of where I was going with it. You okay. Know, like you can Such an energy projection? Yeah, some sort of deal like that. Evil Star uses... He's, oh, I'm oh, sorry, real or fake? He's totally real. He's real? Uh, yeah, I'd say real. Okay, you just going with him. Do you know it's real, Brian? I'm pretty sure I've seen him in an issue of JLA. Okay. okay. He Maybe. Seems, he seems like someone that would be... Hal Jordan's green. Wait, hold on. Green wait, 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 wait. What year did you say? 1948. That wouldn't be Hal Jordan, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, snap. Am I, am I trying to be tricky or no? I don't know. Because Hal Jordan wasn't until 60s. Yeah. Because that would have been the original Alan, uh, what was the name? Alan something. Yeah. The original. So is he real or fake? Oh, crap, though. Wait, wait, but you said like eventually. Wait, what did you say about Hal Jordan? (laughs) Evil star. (laughs) (laughs) Use evil star in a sentence. (laughs) Evil star went on to become enemies of Hal Jordan and the Guardians of the Universe. Went on to. So are you going to say 20 years? I'm going to still say Israel. Okay. And you're still sticking with him? Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds logical. Okay, so Team Mongoose's monster, uh, answers are locked in. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Evil Star uses headband, an item of enormous and various power. It allows him to create starlings, powerful clones of himself that were almost as powerful. The star band also makes him immortal, allows him to fire energy blasts, <gasps> flight, <laughs> super strength, and other various powers. Do we really have star to say, stuff. like, flight and super strength, though? Because that's I, such I, a generic s- skill set. I agree with you. But I don't want to make it too difficult as to where you never get a point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of feel like that basic set yeah. is sort of just generic. You know, <laughs> well, and it's Spider-Man like... man can't fly. He's got super strength, though. Yeah, all right, well, fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Evil Star is real. Yes. So, ah, oh, man, I was so hoping that you would change your answer. Because... So that puts us up to five, then. Did they just bring him back after 20 years? No, no, no. He, he, he was there he never the entire went away. time. Okay. Yeah. He, he apparently is a big character, for the most part, that's brought back every few years. Um, so he's still around, actually. Hmm. Five points. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How many points would you have gotten by yourself, do you think? Oh, maybe one. Maybe. You just got the energy thing? Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm still sticking with the tank. I think that was better. <laughs> I need two. All right. Last but not least. like a little baseball cap? Because I, fig- I pictured him. Yeah, I pictured him with a little ba- backwards baseball cap. Yeah. Uh, so last but not least, we have Droplet. Marvel 1963. Droplet. That's yeah. it? Yeah, well, no, no, no. I'll read you the bio and stuff. It's just, I like Brian's confused look. So Droplet first appeared in Fantastic Four number 28 and was created by Jack Kirby. Droplet begins life as Kitty Fawcett, a young. <laughs> Sorry, dude, it was the sixties. No, no, it's Fawcett. Yeah, superpowers Droplet. It's it's kind of on the nose, I think. Yeah. But it was the sixties. Yeah. I think like everybody was like that. The Human Torch, yeah. like Invisible Woman. It was kind of all kind of like that. I like how they're both Fantastic Four people too. Yeah, well, I'm not very creative. The Thing. The Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but good job. That is a character. Well, I do believe his given last name was Thing. Mm-hmm. Ben Thing. Yeah. All right. So Droplet first appeared in Fantastic Four number twenty-eight and was created by Jack Kirby. Droplet begins life as Kitty Fawcett, a young secretary at New York Federal Trust. Retconned a few years after as a mutant, her initial debut did not show an origin for her powers; only showed her uh, showing her rationalization uh, for stealing from the bank. Uh, that she worked at. 
Uh, she didn't account for the Baxter building only f- being only four blocks away. It's poor planning on her part. <laughs> Kinda. So we know master strategery <laughs> is not part of her skill set. No, she's definitely intelligence. Did she have? Did she have attractive female? <laughs> <laughs> In no, her I don't, I don't think so. Um. So powers first. Wait, droplet. I, she's like the T one thousand. So yeah. she can melt down. Okay. I was thinking this, this is going, but really slowly. <laughs> it's, it's more like candle wax. Okay. I could see that. So yeah. I just, I need to go into this vault and stand here for 15 hours <laughs> while I drip. I didn't give you the vault. crappy name. <laughs> I mean, that's what you think of when you think droplet, uh-huh. you know. Um, the other stuff lines up, like mm-hmm. Kirby and yeah. Fantastic Four and Junk. So what are you guys going with? So I hear T one thousand powers, which she turns into liquid metal. I don't. <laughs> no, just liquid, just liquid. Okay. So is so she? She's like, more like Alex Mack. Does she turn okay, into, much better. Can she much turn into puddles, or does she like Alex Mack? Could yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say Alex Mack is real. <laughs> good answer. Yes. I like good, that. Good answer. Alex Mack is real. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I like that, and then real or fake? Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna hope it's fake. See, right? I don't know, because it, it could be, you know, one of those, like, what, those, like, multiple choice questions, you know, where it's like, can't all be C in a row, and he's given us all but one fake? I... <laughs> let's, let's go with fake. You're gonna go fake. Okay. You wanna go fake? I'm I'm, I'm saying fake just because the name is so bad. Droplet. What? Her last name is Fawcett. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But, so, but wait, would Rodney have gone that dumb? Yeah. Okay. So we're going fake. <laughs> I like I like that you guys are playing the game and also seeing how the game is played. I like it. So uh, Droplet can turn her body into liquid, allowing yes. her to move past security and steal the gold and cash at New York Federal Trust. Like Alex Mack. Yeah. Just is like it, Alex Mack. Is it like how a... slow? So uh, she is actually fake. You guys yes! got that. I made up the, the faucet thing to throw you off. Seven points. That's respectable. Yeah. That is very respectable. Yeah. That's, that's I think, better than Bill does, I don't know, like half the time? <laughs> More than half the time? <clears throat> We need to do like a uh, like a spreadsheet of all the scores for from the halls of, so we can get a good average. Yeah, I'm sure someone out there has it. Yeah, one of our fans has made that. I'm sure. <laughs> Did you do it? Yeah, I've got it at home. It's it's in Evernote. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, shoot that to me then. <laughs> so if you enjoyed from the halls of obscurity, you can also play our home version on LongboxSmallTalk.com. Uh, also on LongboxSmallTalk.com uh, today, uh, this weekend, I actually I updated our gallery. So we have a cosplay gallery. Nice. Um, we're going to add in some fan artwork, that kind of stuff. Is it uh, you and Bill in the cosplay? So. <laughs> no, no. It's much more attractive Give people than we are. Um, <laughs> it's my Halloween costume this year. <laughs> you know, if somebody cosplays Kid Tank, please send me a picture. I would absolutely love that. Either my version or their version. No, I don't the care version, which. Please. The version, yeah. <laughs> the miniature tank. I like it. So send us that and uh, we'll definitely post that on the gallery. <laughs> Um, so has have either one of you played from the halls of? No, uh, I did on on the on the website. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't gone yet. Okay, I mean it's it's only been up for a little while. <laughs> I think I was also one of your beta testers. Yeah, you definitely were. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you definitely were. But but uh, we're hoping to fill that gallery with with fan art. So anything that that 
you have that's cool, art you designed, uh, characters that you created, uh, send them in. We'll, we'll, we'll put a little gallery up um, and add you to it. I think it would be cool if people drew your characters that were fake. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. So, Brian, you're on bmoviesandebooks.com. We can hear you every week. Just real quickly, tell us a little bit about bmoviesandebooks.com and what we can uh, hear if we turn, tune in. Oh, to, to the podcast? To the podcast. Um, well, and the site. Whatever you want. Well, the site is basically an extension <laughs> of the podcast. But the podcast is uh, every week we read a book um, and watch a movie mm-hmm. and we review them. You know, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not. <laughs> um, Are you done with the podcast or the books? Both. (laughs) No, I mean, and sometimes we have interviews with um, either writers or directors, actors, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, and the occasional news and opinions on things, but mostly the reviews, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm in between y'all's shows and I I really like the, the interviews the best, I feel. Yeah. Like, I like hearing a creator talk about his creation. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's really interesting. So you can find them at bmoviesandebooks.com. dot mm-hmm. um, Twitter, yeah, or yeah, Twitter and Facebook. We're B and E Pod, B and E Pod. Um, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're wherever that sort of thing. If you just type in <laughs> bmoviesandebooks.com on Google, yeah, perfect. <laughs> like Chris? search Google. Yeah, for B B movies and ebooks. Well, you gotta t- type in. You gotta go to Google and then yeah. ask Jeeves and then yeah. and then ask Jeeves Alta to Vista find for you. you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You you go to Google and type altavista.com. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is someone that you're probably gonna be hearing a lot more from uh, in the future. Um, <laughs> I like the face you just made, like it was news to you, but. Um, he's going to be on a lot of our content that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. So, or I shouldn't say soon, upcoming, upcoming content. Upcoming, it's a, it's a broad spectrum. It is. Yeah, it is. Soon is like two weeks from now or something like that. Or as late as 20 years from now when yeah. we finally get around to doing it. Um, but yeah, you, you can, uh, you're going to hear a lot more about him, uh, coming up here soon. Um, so I, if that, without anything else, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Anything else? No. All right. Yeah. So on behalf of me and my missing co-host, uh, Bill, uh, this has been Longbox Small Talk, and we'll see you next issue. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Does, oh, you can cut this out if you want. Does, does Bill the, is Bill the one who actually made the music, the, the intro and the outro? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've always wanted to ask, but I didn't mean to ask. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's cool. Yeah, you, usually we like to put something funny at the very end of the episode, like if we're trailing off. But no, that's a really pertinent question. Thank sorry. you. Sorry. Thank you, Chris, for that question. Sorry, I'll just, I'll just go. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E 